3: It's Radio 94 WIP, Tom Kelly in today, filling in for Joe Giglio alongside Hugh Douglas here on the Midday Show. If you want to join us, 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Obviously spending the majority of the day reacting to the A.J. Brown interview call-in from Friday uh, to Jack and Ike on the afternoon show whether you feel better or worse about the Eagles moving forward uh, based off of one of the things we've been discussing uh, throughout the course of the show but did want to mention real quick a couple of other pieces of NFL information before we get back to the phones um Sean Desai Hugh got a job has found a new job he's headed to Los Angeles where he'll join the Rams in a senior defensive role so I don't know what, what that exactly means. that means but he's he's in LA <laughs> congrats <sighs> Uh no, I just thought
4: like, cause they played the Rams this year, right? We played the Rams, don't we? Do the do, do the we, do Eagles play, play the Rams? Yeah, I believe we. Do. Okay, I'll have to double check. I th- okay. yeah, let me make yeah, cause I the the first thing I thought about was uh, I wonder if he gonna speak to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't seeing as that the defense nobody liked him and they said you know they didn't like his his his, his defensive play call. We go to
5: L.A. this year. We go to L.A. I think it, that is the. Second place finish in the division. I need, to, I, need to,
4: I, gotta, I need to. I got to place a bet on if Sean decides to beat to anybody. I got to my eyes on that.
3: How how unlikable can you be if you need to get if you're getting replaced by Matt Patricia? Like is, that must have been pretty bad. I don't like the thing that
4: that I don't understand is this is the defense that you ran from training camp on. And then all of a sudden – like, this is the parallel that I have. And I, and I might be wrong about this, but it's, it's just funny because when Kevin Byer got here, it just felt like – like, for him to have the kind of cachet to say, hey, we, we want to run the, the meetings ourselves. Where, why didn't we see this in training camp? Like, what was the – like, where did the disconnect start? Because then you start hearing rumors about the guys say he didn't ooze confidence or anything. Like, when I think about defense coordinators, I think about Jim Johnson particularly, is when he got here, that was one of the first things that he established was that he's that dude. And he talked about what we were going to be and and how he wanted to identify. And I'm assuming it's the same with every defensive coordinator. I remember Jim Vicarilla, my first defensive coordinator with the Jets. He talked about, you know, defense and what we were going to be. We weren't that, by the way. But anyway, he talked about it. He talked a good game. And, you know, about what we were supposed to be. So I don't know where The disconnect. And and on top of that, the first six
3: games of the season, the defense didn't look that bad. No, I mean, even through the first 11 games, they didn't look awful. Like, they had the one game where they played – they basically shut down Miami's offense. And then
4: there were times where, you know, you look at, uh, you know, the way that they played and, and, you know, they won by the skin of their teeth. But even with that, they came up with big plays when they needed to.
3: They did. I mean, look at the Chiefs game. That was not long before everything fell apart here. It did.
4: Matt Patricia came in, man, and they just looked like they just – just, they were all over the place.
3: Yeah, it fell apart. And, and you know, <laughs> there was a report from the guys inside the Birds, Adam Kaplan and uh, Adam Kaplan and Jeff Mosher, that Desai, you know, couldn't really communicate with the players and that things were confusing. And I guess that's what ended up happening. But uh, I, he'll be a senior defensive assistant now. Maybe a better role for him.
5: Well, yeah. Here's the thing, like, uh, if you look at the Rams' history of, I guess, just guys they bring up through the ranks of their defensive coaching system, their head coaches, Brandon Staley, Raheem Morris, not the good last, last few to come to mind. Well, that's a good point, yeah. but I mean, I, I'm curious to see how quickly or if Sean Desai sort of flies up the the ranks there in LA, and we'll see what. Like, I'm curious to see how the league outside of Philadelphia views Sean Desai, because. If you really want to think about it, given what we saw from Matt Patricia's version of that defense, looks like Sean DeSai did a pretty damn good job. Did <laughs> they really do. <laughs>
3: it does, but he didn't get a coordinator job. I think that's important to kind of. That's true. Kinda, what it
4: was kind of late in the game, too. Uh,
3: but everybody, I mean, not really. DeSai was essentially fired in December.
4: Well, yeah, he was. He was very available. He was still, I guess, he was still <laughs> so on the road. for a
5: while. Yeah, it's 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 a weird. That whole thing with the defense and everything, man, that was just weird. It, could this be a case of, like, you know, head coach fails, goes back to where they were a coordinator, and then gets another crack at it? Like, could we see Sean Desai fall back a little bit? I'm a defensive assistant. And then in a That's year Dan, or so, like Dan Quinn, he's a coordinator it. again. Yeah, Dan
4: Quinn. Ra- Raheem Moore's did it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, I think so. I think there's a bounce back. Coach Moore went from, what was he? He went from uh, the offensive side. No, he went from the defensive side of the ball in Atlanta. To the offensive side, and everybody was looking like, "Wow, Raheem Morrison? Yeah, Raheem yeah. Morris. Yeah, so he went to the um, he went from I think it was DBs
5: and then DB receivers. Yes, that does sound right.
4: Yeah, okay. yeah. So it was like you know, so it's it's one of those things where I guess the more you could do. So yeah, I think he'll get another clip. Let's reverse Juan
5: Castillo. Yeah.
3: yeah. Juan. <laughs> <right>. I like <love, laughs> I like Juan too. Man. The, 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 that,
4: the, the, that, yeah,
3: that, that was right That was a questionable decision. We'll just yeah. Now
5: are we rooting for Sean Desai?
3: I, I'm a, I'm very ambivalent towards Sean Desai. I, I wanna see I if he's gonna shake time.
5: people's hands.
4: You're rooting for out. him?
5: Yeah, because Why? I still um well, in the, the this, for the sake of pettiness that we like on the show, I'm still looking to stick it to all the uh Jonathan Gannon people. Oh, come on. And I think Sean Desai did a much better job than Jonathan Gannon would have last year with this team, still.
3: You're such a hater. You're such a hater on Gannon. <laughs> I'm a and realist. Hugh, you, you, we were filling in the day after that Eagles-Cardinals game. Uh, I was working with Kyle, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you should have seen the disgust on his face all day long having to give credit to Jonathan yeah, Gannon. Yeah, come on, dude. That would, that, that,
5: would, that would hurt any, yeah, that <laughs>
4: yeah, any that's, man.
5: That's a true Eagle fan right there.
3: Like, yeah. Gannon, I think uh, he's better than than we thought. Uh, You'll
5: disagree. I don't, yeah, like I don't see what evidence has shown that that's the case. <laughs>
3: Look at the defense. What defense? Look at how with much the, worse the they
5: got. Yeah. Okay, but we're for like we're acting like twenty twenty two was Gannon's only year coaching this defense. This defense was garbage in twenty twenty one when he had a similar level of talent. Let's not act like Gannon would have turned this defense into a top five unit with the trash they had. The
3: defense this year had much better talent than the defense in twenty twenty one. Yeah, probably,
5: but like, but still, like we're, we're all forgetting that, like. We cursed the name Jonathan Gannon because he was allowing the the likes of Derek Carr to complete eighty percent of his passes on the defense. Like it was miserable for a while. We're acting like Sean. Like I I will say that neither Gannon nor Desai did a great job in their two seasons with you know minimal talent. But like I'm not of the mindset that Jonathan Gannon last season would have been better than Sean Desai or Matt Patricia. I just I I don't see that. I don't don't know, man. I I think
4: I think I would probably say I think so because I think they would have played. More discipline, like because they like people know. wouldn't know when they were supposed to do. Well, it maybe? maybe that's yeah. that's one. Uh, but yeah, man, the the fact like I'm here to tell you, <laughs> I'm watching football. I'm watching this team play, and I'm trying to figure out. I'm calling my friends that I play with because you know they play more attention <laughs> to the defense than I did, but I knew certain things that were going on. I'm like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, hold up, dog, What are they doing? <laughs> it was like, I don't know, man. They, they, they look like this side playing cover, cover two and this side playing man-to-man. They were all over the place, man. They they were clueless. Uh, it was a disaster.
3: <laughs> and the other piece of news you need to mention here, uh, LeJarius Sneed, a free agent cornerback from the Chiefs and obviously corner a big need for the Eagles this offseason. I don't know what this, what this means, and I want to get your read on this, Hugh. He p- posted last night on Instagram... An Eagles emoji? Devontae Smith liked it. Do you think he's just messing around or do you think there's something to this? Hey he listen, he's trying to
4: he's trying to drum up, you know, he's trying to drum up interest in in his services, which I am not mad at him for doing. Especially in this day and age, social media is a two way street when it comes to your ability to, to market yourself. And most of these guys, I was always told NFL players an independent contractor. so at the end of your contract, then you go off and you try to find another job. That's what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to, in my mind, this is how I look at it. If LeJaris Sneed is tweeting the Eagles, number one, he's looked at their roster needs. He's heard what's being said. And on top of that, he looks at the Eagles, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, not trying to get anybody all excited about it or anything, but he looks at the Eagles as a team that could potentially get back there. With a couple of good players. The one thing that I've heard, and this is true, and I've been saying this for weeks, that in order for our team to get better, we need to get younger on the back end, especially at the corner spot. We need to get younger. And yeah. we need to get guys that are willing to do some of the things that either our corners can't do anymore or they won't do. You know, So he looks at this team as a great place to play and a team that can potentially put him back in the big game.
3: A damn good player, and a guy who I'd certainly like the Eagles to 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 look at, and like you said, they need to get younger. I think we all know Bradbury is not going to be back here next year. Who knows about Darius Slay? My inclination is that he probably is back next year, but what do you think, Kyle? What's your level of interest in LeJarius Sneed? Uh, that would be a nice addition if the Eagles can pull that one
5: off. So whatever means that the Eagles don't have to be like beholden to drafting a cornerback with one of the top Two rounds because we just simply can't do that, and they don't very well at all, and we don't do it. I think there's a good reason that they don't do it. The last, you know, good to to, I guess good to great corner acquisitions we had doesn't seem that way anymore. But Bradbury free agency and Darius Slavia trade. Um, Sidney Jones is the pretty much my lasting memory of drafting a cornerback with a high pick. That one didn't work out well at all. So I I think you got to just sort of go with what got you there and and stick to drafting the positions that they're good at drafting. And I'll be all like. Logarius need fits a need of one like a, a just a solid corner and two like adds that physical element to the back end of the defense that's that what I, that's yeah they're lacking big time. Like yeah. you have soft ass Darius Slay talking about I want to have my teeth in yeah. you know next week like Your shut boy. up dude <laughs> I want Darius Slay to go in or uh, sorry Legarius need to go in and pop somebody they got to and near show near him how time. it's I mean, done. Get you
4: something hey. near right. they're, just, they're just as good as teeth. <laughs> Look that, he needs to go with Hughes Dennis man yeah my Dennis, shout out to my Dennis because they be she be taking care of me man. There you go good, good go stuff get, but go get teeth every other week.
3: Now that Kyle mentions it is the last good corner the Eagles drafted high Lido Shepherd it's gotta be like is that. Yesterday. Really, how far back we're going here?
4: Yes. Wow. And Sheldon Brown for that matter. Sheld-
3: and Sheldon Brown. He's, yeah. the think, third rounder? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Sheldon man. Brown for that matter. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Let's go to Greg in Maryland. What's up, Greg? Hey, how's
0: it going, guys? What's going on, man? Hey, I know, uh it seems hard to say to one of my favorite Eagles, but uh, we got a team that's playing right now that we need to be talking about, the Phillies. Well, they're I mean, not really playing. They're not right playing now. real games, though, bro.
1: Swallow it. You oh, don't need it.
0: they got the uniforms on. I got. It's got my blood up. I. I that's uh, that's what's got them in the front of my mind. Okay, that's fine. What, what, tell us what <laughs> you want to talk about the Phillies about, bro. Well, I said Howard. You're right. He's hedging his bets with that whole uh, JT and Boom thing. JT's got to be batting fifth, uh, right behind uh, Schwar- uh, Schwarber needs to be first. JT's either fourth or fifth. Um, but yeah, you can't be interchanging Bohm and uh, JT. They've got different skill sets. He's a fraud. <laughs> That's about right. So you see so no, I you're... totally agree.
4: I'm I'm on board with the Kyle where we're at top, but my lineup looks a little bit different. I got I got I got J T hitting seventh
0: in my lineup.
3: Hmm.
0: I got I am
5: going you know, six, seven, righty, right. I
3: like that. We gotta get it top of that lineup. You think J.T. Getting...
0: and Bohm, it depends on whether they're on one of their hot streaks or not because they were both very, very streaky last year. And that's, you're not used to that from J.T. He's usually much more solid, but he got into some slumps. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: but you can say that. You can, honestly, you can say that about the, about the whole lineup as a whole because, like, Bone and Stott were two of the guys early in the season. They carried us for the most part, especially when we didn't have our, our main guys hitting a whole lot. But hopefully that's not going to be the case this year. And you can talk about, listen, You can talk about whatever you want to talk about on here. You know, we just we just start with the show topics and then, you know, you can take it wherever you want to go.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just love the the idea of tact a little bit. Kyle uh, (laughs) mentioning like giving getting Hughes lineup to Topper. I think we should all just send our lineups to Topper. And Topper can have a little filing cabinet in his office of just the the different WIP host lineups and he can just kind of keep moving off of that based on the day.
5: I got a question now. Better chance of Topper reading all of our lineups, or the Eagles opening Marple Max Cartwright letters. <laughs> Topper reading our lineups.
3: I heard Marple Mac last week. Marple and, Mac, yeah, is he's not on a, a fan mission, dude. Oh, man. The, Marple
4: Mac does not like me.
3: You don't. You, you don't think they're taking those Cartwright letters uh, seriously? Uh, you? I,
4: I, no, I just think that Marple Mac is tired of me, so he just he just all together quick acknowledging me all together. He just talks to Joe. Okay. I appreciate his call, but he does not. Is the does feeling not mu- like me?
3: Is the feeling mutual? I don't
4: have beef with Marple Mac. You don't. I just, I, I just think after
5: like letter ten, <laughs> then you, you know you kind of. You <laughs>
4: well, know. maybe
3: they should freaking open it. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, get back to Marple uh, Mac. Marple Mac clearly Howie. very, very passionate about this. Well, Mac, they're in Indy right now, so when they get back, I'm sure you know that response is coming. Uh, let's go to Roger and Ben Salem. What's up, Roger?
1: Yo, TK, Hugh, what's going on? What's up, man? Yo, Hugh, real quick, how's that? How's that winter shred coming along? It's it's
3: coming,
4: man. You know, it's funny. I was just I was just telling Ike, you know, I've been acute. Like my my nutritionist was telling me I'm not eating enough, so I need to find a, a a meal prep service. But outside of that, it's coming. You know, doing my cardio every day and everything like that. So it's coming.
3: I'll be ready for clear yeah. water. You mentioned earlier today you forgot your
1: vegetables.
4: I did forget my
3: vegetables. I forgot my vegetables.
1: Look, 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 look. We 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 forget stuff all the time. You know, what happens. You can't you can't harp on them too much about it. You know. As long as you're getting the results you want. That's, all that's it. That's all court. I care about, man.
4: You know, I mean, that's all I care about, trying to get ready for yeah, – be down in Clearwater in a little bit. A little yes,
1: yes, sir. So, on, on this AD thing, I'm kind of indifferent about the whole interview because, like, you know, last year went down the way it did, and I'm just looking forward to 2024 and hopefully seeing a lot of improvements. Um, but I do have a lot of respect for him for not spilling the tea because – like, I know people want to know like, what really went down, but guys, you know, this ain't TMZ. You know, like, if it's personal, just let it be personal. You know, you don't got to talk about it.
4: No, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. It's like, like I said, equated to a relationship. Everybody doesn't need to know the ins and outs of your relationship. As long as you yeah, try to make it work, that's the only thing that I care about. As long as you're trying to win football games, that's
1: it. That's right. And, and, uh, you guys were like talking about doc coming into Philly uh, a little earlier. Yes. I was going to come in with an analogy about that. Like, you know, how he brings up excuses and stuff. It's like, it's like, he's that dude in, in retail and like a customer is all in his face and like going on about this and that. And he's just like, yeah, I just work here. Like, <laughs> like, I, I don't know why you're coming to me about it.
3: Well, no, yeah, Roger. And appreciate the call. It's just no accountability. And it's like, he gets asked the question and immediately, without I don't even think he's listening to the question. I just think he's formulating his next, you know, uh, trying way to be to nice. Blame.
4: Yeah, trying to be nice, trying not to be too controversial. But at this but he's point, not he's trying probably, to be nice. Yeah, it's well, he's trying. To, yeah, trying not to be controversial. He's rubbing people the wrong way, though. Yeah, because they want they want real explanations.
3: Yeah, we, we just want I, we, just want with some
4: honesty. T.K. My question would have been, okay, what was out of control—the Ben Simmons situation or the James Harden situation? That's the one that I would like to know. Which right. one do you consider was out of
3: control for you? Well, the best part about the Ben Simmons thing, and this is this was peak Doc, is all season long. You know, he's ripping writers and ripping the media. For how could you dare not appreciate Ben Simmons? Appreciate him. Appreciate him. And then after the series when it's over, they ask him if he can win a championship with Ben Simmons' as a point guard. He's like, well, I don't know. You know, it's kind of yeah. His ben, fault.
4: No, I remember Ben did not want to shoot in that Atlanta series. <laughs> Yes, And it was, it. oh boy, it got bad. And I just felt, I felt I felt bad for him when I was in Atlanta because I knew what was coming. Was well,
6: like, we didn't oh, feel baby. bad for him. Oh,
3: yeah.
4: I know. Oh, y'all let him have it. But Celebrate like, him. Celebrate <laughs> all the
6: stuff he does well.
4: Baby, it's about to go
5: get ugly for you.
3: And that was Doc like two weeks before completely throwing him under the bus. Celebrate him. <laughs>
5: that, that's why he's such a jerk. It's like he tried to tell us how big of idiots we were for suggesting things that he was like, you know what, maybe that's a pretty good
3: idea. He has no loyalty to anybody.
5: Like, yeah. We were, we were like, Doc, like, do you ever consider taking Ben out in the last two minutes of a game so that, like, they don't do the hack of Ben? And he's like, oh, dude, only, only in Philadelphia. And then the next night, who was out of the lineup in the last two minutes? Ben. Ben Simmons.
3: I liked the Kyle, uh, Doc Rivers. Was that, was that good? Uh, no, it wasn't, but it was entertaining. Only, yeah, only in
6: Philadelphia. <laughs> so I enjoyed that.
3: Uh, <laughs> let's go to Dennis in the Northeast. What's up, Dennis?
6: Hey, how y'all doing? What's up, man? Good, good. I was uh, I want. It seemed like it's a we on a precipice of a uh, like a, a real good moment for the Eagles, man. I think that's the question about AJ Brown today, but I think he did a good job, man. Uh, I think it's time for us as fans to look at these players as human beings and not superheroes because they got jobs to do and calling for their job is real. It's a real big thing. That's not really.
7: Put the spring back into your step, and into your home too. Shop blinds.com right now and save up to forty five percent. Up to forty five percent off for a limited time at blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
6: Just because of some sideline antics. But Dennis, nobody,
3: nobody called for AJ Brown's
6: job. Well, I'm dude, talking uh, about fame. dude that called him cancer. People do
4: Cancer dude, kind of, kind of wanted him out of here.
6: Yeah, that, that that a lot of times that that steam rolls. I mean, you're in Philadelphia, you can't say it don't. Sometimes that steam rolls, and then these guys, you know, a lot of pressure on them, and they wind up going somewhere else. I just know that we we get we we push a lot of good players out of this city, and um, some players don't even want to come to this city. So I think it's time for the fans. Sometimes man, to like. Worry about being fans and not CEOs. Well, or, uh, well Dennis, I, I got to
3: stop you for a second because I, that's where I really disagree. Like, I don't think this city is responsible for running players out of town. Like, just because a few callers will call in and say you should trade a certain guy or you should move off from a certain guy, that doesn't mean that they're being run
6: out of the city. What do you mean? What you mean? Why not? Why not? When the pressure is on them, you're putting a lot of pressure on them. I'm not saying I, it don't just go with one one caller. It just it starts like you talking about uh, A.J. Brown for the last couple of days. Like you, like how you think he feel? He a human being. He got kids. He gotta take care.
1: of. He got it.
4: I hear you, Dennis. But but some of that though, to be honest, you gotta kind of suck that up though, dog. I mean, people gonna do that. I mean, how many times you know you hear people? On I, I know a guy on, on on social media who made who made a um he became an influencer by calling players trash and saying that they suck. So people right. are gonna people are gonna do that, man. You can't. You can't allow that to make you become a snowflake.
6: I ain't, I ain't talking like, about the player. I ain't talking about the player. I'm talking about actually the fans being the motivator of, of you know, bringing this out to the good player. Point, point, point the finger at where it belonged before last year. The defense was the problem. We ain't calling out the defensive player. Get, get Shaq Leno on the phone asking what the hell he was doing.
4: Now I don't think people look at Shaq as like a real Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, no one cares about Shaq. Yeah, yeah. That's nobody, saying. <laughs> nobody cares about that. And, dog. and by the
3: way, man, I think we bashed the defense sufficiently. No, over do. the last few months. I think
4: it's a double edged sword, and and I get where you're coming from, man. But it's it's you got to take the good with the bad. You have to. That's a part of being a professional athlete. That's the part of being an elite athlete. Everybody's not gonna like you, and no matter what you do or what you say. You're not going to change the way that some of those people feel. You just got to go out there and do, do your job and do the best that you can. And you can't worry about everything that's being said and compartmentalize all the stuff that's being said about you. People, the other day, I don't know if you saw this, TK, but Kevin Durant was walking on the court.
3: Yeah, I did say it.
4: And a fan like, called him out his name mm-hmm. and then looked with surprise and shock that he was upset because he called him out of his name and looked surprised and shocked. And then Kevin Durant was able to show that fan grace by not getting him kicked out because security was about to kick him out. Right. The Mavericks fans. They was about to kick him out. Fans are going to do that, man, because they feel like they can, you know, and, and and you can't take it personal. And he showed a lot of grace. Now, he went and said something to them, and they backed down a little bit, but he showed a lot of grace in that moment by not getting them kicked out.
3: He did. Definitely, and I think that that though to me is different than this. Like, and I get from AJ Brown's perspective, for any player, it's got to be frustrating. You know, if you're sitting on social media and you're seeing people say mean things and horrible things, or you're like,
4: like you're a bum or you're a cancer or
3: stuff like that, it, it does. But at the same time, you you have to realize
4: that, and, and and this is how I look at it for the most part. Number one, those fans are paying their hard-earned dollars, and they they have a perspective that. They don't know what's going on. They don't know, and you can't really talk about it. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. And then you got to look at it like this, too. Most of those folks that are saying that about you, you'll never see them or hear from them personally. So you just got to kind of just ignore it.
3: Right, and it comes with the territory. And, and it, you know, not to say that people can say whatever they want. Like, obviously, it goes over the line sometimes, but there's also criticisms that, that can be fair, you know, and, and whatever we talk about here, whatever callers talk about, it doesn't mean... You know, necessarily that people want you off the team or, or, or want to move on. I don't but want him gone. No, nobody wants AJ Brown. That,
4: gone. I think that clip was well, no, it's few people that, do. But,
3: but, but I don't want him gone. This is just good, dude. When you lose six or seven games and you fall apart at the end of the season, nobody's going to escape criticism. It's just the way it's going to be. 215 592 9494. If you want to get in, 215. 215- 592 9494, Tom Kelly, In For Joe Gillio. This is the Midday Show. When we get back, we'll finish up on the phones, plus a change we could see to the NFL's kickoff rule. That's coming up. Tom Kelly, In For Joe, uh, along with you today on The Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours